welcome to Kardashian at the podcast about all things Kardashian. I'm Jessica Jardin. And I'm Marcy Jaro. We're back, baby. We're back. We had a little break. Oh my gosh. It feels it's, like it's been eons. It's so funny because last week may have been the easiest week at work I've yeah. ever had. <laughs> and to take it off and not like to be like, I'm done at 630. This never happens. <laughs> it's sort of crazy. It was the mental space being freed up. Yes. Yes. Um, and those, those dashies gave us nothing last yeah, week. So I think it, it all fine. it all worked out. We got a lot of very sweet like, enjoy it. You guys are Everyone's so nice. Everyone's so nice. Um, We just spent the past 15 minutes complaining about Mercury in retrograde. Oh my God. Which I know we're like on the fence about, do we blame that or is is it just always something happening? I think it probably is the latter. Like you you just suddenly have something (sighs) to stick it to and you feel like a contained reality for it. But have we talked about this? I do think this, and I've said this to a few people at work who then give me the look of like, please stop. But like, (laughs) I, as I understand Mercury retrograde and what has been helpful for me is it's not about just like, oh, fender bender. Oh, I got in a fight. It's like, no, it's about like, oh no, I thought, because you said, so I drove there, Mm -hmm. but you had it in the calendar as, and it's this like, ships in the night uh, yes. misunderstandings and like it ends up creating more like domino effect problems and i've heard some like new agey people say that it's a time for you to slow down and oh. listen to yourself i like that and start you know being more in the moment because <gasps> these it's it it's interesting i wonder what mercury in retrograde was like before technology because it affects technology yes the most yes i mean you saw the the email i sent or i showed you (laughs) (laughs) communicating with the medium oh yes (laughs) also i just realized i have a cosmetic procedure tomorrow oh boy oh my god this is monday night guys so we're recording monday night do you know i pushed two appointments because i realized they were during i was gonna get my eyebrows done and then i got scared and then i had some other appointment that i was like i'm gonna wait I'm just going to tell the doctor up front that I'm nervous because of Mercury and see what she says. <laughs> well, so tell me about you. What's been happening? What's What did I miss? You've, uh, uh, you know, maybe finished your uh, job. We, we wrapped season Congrats. seven of Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Congrats. And, and we got picked up for season eight before season seven even woo, premieres. Woo, woo, so that's woo. good. That's good. It's woo. job security. I'm very proud of you thank you really hard work you're a hard worker you worked your ass off yeah i'm really proud while of everything else is falling apart at least there's that one thing i was just telling you that my thanksgiving plans are all ruined now because my dad's gotta have surgery so Ugh, like i hate it Ugh. so i gotta regroup figure out what i'm doing um what about you how have you bon? how have i bon? um i don't know any well honestly i'll use this as a plug because in the middle of retrograde, uh, I picked the worst time to try to do a thing that's already really hard, which is book my show that I have not done in a really long time, Hollyweird. Yeah. Which I uh, made that podcast for Earwolf, that episode, and then uh, I'm doing a live show again for anyone who's in L.A., it's this upcoming Sunday, the 24th, uh, and it's at UCB Franklin, and you can find tickets oh, on the Franklin. website. Mm-hmm, that's at, why I'm really excited. At 7 p.m., right? 7.30. 7.30, sorry. You should be. I am. Um, I said I was. <laughs> I apologize. I'm um, very excited for you. I'm bummed because I can't go because that's our rap party. Oh, no worries. I'm fucking excited for your guests. Um, The guests are uh, two recurring friendies that I've had before. One is our pal Betsy (laughs) Sidaro. I see her enough. I mean, she's a blast. And then uh, Scott Michaels. Taking his tour. Yeah. Marcy. Sorry, sorry, sorry. For anyone who doesn't know, he runs um, Dearly Departed Tours, which, which is, is amazing. The like kind of macabre, dark like tour company here in LA, and they do like a Manson tour. He was just a consultant, with, like the main Manson oh. consultant on Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. <gasps> Very cool, like to Tarantino himself. So I'm gonna, he's gonna talk about all that. That's exciting. Um, it's still not who I'm coming for. <laughs> well, 
It's you're gonna miss her. I snagged a housewife. Oh my god! And boy, one of the best ones you could have gotten. I really am quite pleased with myself. I'm so excited. Tell I them. Got, tell them. Uh, from Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, Brandy Glanville. Holy shit! Because you know what's so great? She's not on the show right now. She probably won't be on the show ever again, other than like a friend who pops in and pops out. She is the most spiteful person. She <laughs> tells people. She tells things. She shouldn't say. Yeah. She breaks NDAs. I cannot believe Brandy Glanville is going to be at UCB Franklin in that shitty green room. I know. Oh, uh, she's going to use a bathroom where a rat <laughs> fell on one of our friends' heads. <laughs> I'm so excited. I mean, I yeah, I was poo-pooing the other people. I, I no, actually, no, no, I don't. They're, they're, they're great. They're great. They're great. But truly, like, what a what a get. Thank you. And I think Brandy, like, truly, I know that she can be vicious and bad but like i she is one of my favorite housewives I, to watch i yeah i am i'm a genuine fan i watched i think i like petered out towards the end of her housewives days but i watched her heyday yes and and really i i was like trying to relay it to tim like the story of like why she was really even on the show and the whole like eddie Cip, um cibrian and uh leanne yes. Rhyme scandal and all of it and how open she's always been and crazy she's always been about it and like she's a favorite um and it was great because we like ended up she wanted to kind of do a like suss me out on the phone conversation uh, <gasps> oh, before she would agree to fun. it so i talked to her on the phone just like briefly to walk her through it and like oh my god she gets it she loves angeline shocked about how everyone in hollywood's fake and crazy <laughs> oh, i bet she's so funny <laughs> she was like very very likable and cool and it got me really excited she's for the like show one of the smarter housewives that yeah, there she ever has have a been. new york times uh, best-selling book um <sighs> she tweeted something recently that was like i'm watching a movie where i fuck the lead actor and my ex-husband of uh fucked the lead actress while we were married so <laughs> i'm super excited she's very like she was very obviously like oh i'm open books i was like you yes. know if there's anything like let me know if there's any guardrails or watchouts and she was like no 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 like she's coming to dish so oh my god please I, can i help you prep questions oh my god i actually would really love the help okay. because i i had been hoping this week to like get do a bunch of rewatching. i wanted to read her book but like i don't know if i'm gonna have time audiobook it and listen to it twice the speed oh my god what a good idea do well, it all the way to work that's a great idea um but yeah i i will plug heartily i would love for it to sell out it's uh oh, i'm so sunday of the 24th at ucb franklin you can go to the website uh losangeles.ucbtheater.com um and buy some tickies there and i will be there also truly if you're a listener of the podcast and you come to anything please come say hi yeah um people have done it and it's so nice uh and that's it that's my plug like should i skip the rap party though no i would kill you if you did that i don't want you i to really want to see brandy Clanville. I want to stand next to her. I mean, you could come before tall. the show starts and meet her, depending on what time the party's at. It's at the same time. But, okay. um, uh, but yeah, I want to stand next to her tall, thin body. I'm very excited to see what she looks like oh, in person. She's, I bet she's stunning. I just can't wait. I'm so excited for you. Thank so you. Everyone go see Jess's show if you're in Los Angeles or honestly within two hours drive. Yeah, come. We're, It'll be bizarre. We're going to talk be, about like... Manson and Tarantino and Housewives and I don't know what also, else. Also, Betsy is one of the funniest people. She's so funny. Period. She's so funny. Also, really likable. You know how <laughs> on my, our, I have a podcast with Betsy and so many of the reviews are like, Betsy's amazing. <laughs> Period. <laughs> That's the, how I feel about our podcast. Everybody's like, Marcy's voice. No, people Bye. always talk about <laughs> Betsy is truly, I love how engaged she sounds with the listener stories. <laughs> cricket, cricket. <laughs> Like you literally wrote cricket. Um, <laughs> all right. Okay. So we got shit to do. Look, before we get into the news news that we wrote, I just I'm going to touch on it just so lightly that Kanye uh -oh. was uh, at Joel Osteen's church. Oh, I saw this on the church fucking TV the at work when I walked by. It was like on the ticker. And oh. I was like, what? Yeah. So he was at the church and he was talking about his mental breakdown and how he came to God and how all he was in UCLA's medical center, like after his breakdown, that he was like sketched, that God sent him visions and spoke to him. And he was like 
knew he needed to start a church in Calabasas and he has like drawings that he made at UCLA. And like he said, God, God is using his greatest creator to talk about God, meaning himself. Oh, um, so ha 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 ha. Everyone laughed. Kim and uh, North were there. North was wearing a septum ring. <laughs> a lot happened. And, you know, oh my God. I don't begrudge anyone for finding religion and faith. I think that's great. I think Joel Osteen is... He's bad, I don't right? like him. I don't know the deal, but I know he's not. I, I only know that he's... He's like... Yeah, so he's a mega church pastor, Lakewood Church in Houston. I know that, like, everyone's religious grandmother loves Joel Osteen. Okay. Um, but he was the one that, like, during the hurricane that oh, Houston yeah. had two years ago... He would not allow anyone into his church, That's and then he was right. like, "It wasn't. It wouldn't be safe." <laughs> it's like you have a church that can hold ten thousand people. It's what like a, a mega church, and he was like, "Well, we didn't know if the water." And it was like, "All right, I guess. I guess. <laughs> sure, fine. Sure. Next. I'm sure that's it." But you turn people away during a crisis, it, and I feel like. Th- if nothing else, you should have been there helping people. Whatever. Um, this quote, I didn't I didn't get to look at this story till just now, but that I guess somebody distracted him while he was talking, Kanye said, or distracted Kanye. And this quote is that he, he got really mad and he said, I go into these streams of consciousness when I'm talking and when you speak in the middle of it, it distracts me. I appreciate the support, but would like for everybody to be completely silent so I can let God flow through me as I speak to you guys today. It's, look. I mean, I'd love to be able to say that to people in meetings. I just like oh my god that'd be you should put that in your pocket excuse me i would really like you to be quiet so i can let god speak through me i i think like the thing specifically with this church that bums me out is like when kanye arrived they had like some branded chick-fil-a chick because that's what he sings in his um album sunday service and it feels like i know this is a church it feels like a marketing deal. Yeah, it's like branded content. It absolutely is a marketing deal. Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely is a marketing deal. Because uh, Joel makes money and Kanye is going to make money by having a rubber stamp of approval yeah. from one of the biggest televangelists. And like, he definitely is moving towards, like, essentially, it feels like between this and like Sunday service, like opening his own mega church. Ooh, ooh, hello. Sorry. And, but also, like, I really do think it's for album sales because, because yeah. Lakewood Church is now promoting his album. Ugh. And Joel Osteen, who has like a really far reach, like it just feels like icky and gross and like, I don't know. I don't love it. I guess though, hey, there is something very interesting to me that if you're going to be one of the biggest like uh, branding, marketing, like, like entrepreneur people like the Kardashians are, that like maybe it's interesting to be like, well, let's see how we can make religion help us out. I mean, they all kind of get there eventually. Like when I was at the Oprah Winfrey Network, she was so obviously dabbling in it in this way of like Super Soul Sunday. And like she would talk a lot like about it in the sense of you could just feel I I mean, I could talk about it forever. But there is, I think, this piece that starts to happen, I think, when you you feel like a messiah, like everyone is literally screaming and fainting when they see you. Your word is gospel. Right. You can affect change. People cry and beg you to like give them money and change their lives. Like I it wasn't lost on me how the rewiring and that you suddenly like with Oprah, we would talk about a lot because I felt like she was like would feel this compulsion like yeah and the next thing i'll do is is really is a, a kind of religion in you, yeah but you don't want to step into it so it's all this like adjacency of like how yeah. to be a, like a kind of a spiritual leader essentially i think even more than that it is a very thoughtful um and strategic business move yeah and i think that if there were another religion where they thought they could make that much money in America. They were, they would be going there. I think you're right. I think it's more strategy than it is faith. It's what people open and, up their hearts, minds and wallets for. And I also think the same thing for the mega church as well. Like Joel, I think oh that it's God. not, I think it's more money. It's more green than it is. God. <laughs> well, personal beliefs. Um, you can 
disagree. Um, I can't wait to. You be- can't. They can't. They can't. <laughs> no, she no, pointed no, at me. <laughs> yeah, no, it's fine. You can disagree too. Okay. Um, all right, let's get into speaking of mirrors. making money. <gasps> Holy cow! So this has been long rumored. I mean, it's been done. Basically, we knew that it was going to happen. Yeah. We've talked about it. When we asked, like, when when do you think the Kardashians are going to end? What's going to happen? It's like, well, Kylie's going to sell her company. Mm-hmm. Kylie just sold 51 shares, 51% of her shares to Cody Cosmetics, which is like, I believe, like, what is it? L'Oreal. Uh, CoverGirl, OPI, Rimmel, uh, Clairol, GHD. I don't know what that is. But yeah, that's the Cody owns all of those. It's Uh, like one of the biggest beauty. $600 million majority stake because we know that her company was valued at 1.22 billion yeah and so she sold it for 600 million dollars so she still retains 49 percent of it and she said her creative team is going to be there they're going to be they just want to be able to expand the brand while they can focus on blah 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 i mean it definitely was interesting to read from a business perspective you know like that they really they clearly set up if this has been in the works for so long that clearly like the success of Kylie skin was hinging oh, on it. And so I, I didn't know how Kylie's, I mean, this is obviously their press release too. So who knows how true any of it is, but they said that it was an impressive release at the brand is on track to bring in 25 million in uh, 2019. Uh, and that there's a 50% repeat purchase among skincare customers, uh, which is pretty shocking. So they said, we've not seen any sign that this will not be a sustainable beauty brand. The fact that she's been able to move from cosmetics to skincare and get such success is already proof that there is something. I mean, I feel like we were just saying this like six weeks ago that we're like, this is what Kylie's going to do next. She's going to sell. She's going, they're going to like keep her on like, oh, the, the brands of this Cody just for, just for beauty is like, um, let's see, we got Rimmel, CoverGirl, Clairol, Sally Hansen um uh Katy perry perfume oh there you go uh nautica we got james bond 007 cologne okay Risque. there's so many things um uh, opia yeah, like you said opi sassoon oh sebastian clairol um a bunch of brands i don't even know this is a crazy mega mega deal for be, a 22 year old it means and when they talk about the reach expanding like they now i mean they'll have their ulta deal for a while but it's like that puts it in the category of being able to be at like rite aid if they want to and you know it's like she didn't like she is selling half of it for 600 million that's what she gets everyone gets to keep their jobs yeah and she will still make money on this forever as long as she wants to retain those other shares because like look this this conglomerate of beauty cody they have been around 111 years longer than kylie cosmetics (laughs) they were they in 1904 is when they were founded so they know what they are doing oh it will be i mean that's what this moment to me meant that it's like this exists it's never going away it's not a fad it's and like i was like the story of this business will be historic like because i don't think it's it it will be very hard to replicate because it's about somebody who was like famous before she got to decide to be famous, embraced it, became like managed to become an icon and an influencer she's good and picked and then never needed advertising and the whole thing how like social media we all know the whole story in this that social media is the piece that they've never had to they've never had to advertise and it just directly to consumers and to her and to her fan base and it's like now they've all copied it all the sisters but like it's the kind of the real first one and it will be like a story i bet you in like literally business schools oh my god if it's not already I mean, it's just such a crazy um, deal for her. Also, this kind of leads into our next story. I am so glad that she never married uh, anyone. That she is a single woman. No one has a stake in her money. Single, independent woman. So she took... Uh, Stormy to go see Astroworld and to, it was a little reunion that she had with Travis Scott. Um, Travis Scott on stage 
called her his beautiful wife. However, they are not married. Nice. Why do you Try. think he's doing that? I guess he maybe he's probably trying really hard to get back Could in be. there. I also think that there's like a I'm going to sound truly skeleton old, <laughs> but I think that young people like to call each other like no, but they're broken. They're like separated. I know, though. but I think that like they seem really amicable. Like yes. their breakup seems super amicable. And so part of me is like, oh, maybe it's just like truly casual. Right, but I think it's an attempt at being like, we're still connected, right? I'm sure he wants. Because apparently she's been seen with Drake. That's She's been Halloween yeah, with Drake. Yeah, and it Drake. was confirmed by Us Weekly. I saw that and I was like, oh, okay. Because I'd heard the rumor, but it was uh, confirmed and they were seen at Halloween together. So some people think that Travis Scott was trying to throw it like, it was a shot at Drake to be uh-huh. like, like she's still with me. Yeah, we yeah we're family. But I don't think so. Isn't it so weird that she would be dating Drake since he had that whole like kerfuffle with Kanye and Kim about saying that he and Kim had sex and like if alluding the, to that and if it wasn't already like proven by that Kylie has no problem getting involved oh. with men who have complicated relationships with her sisters her ability to car- compartmentalize is <laughs> both impressive and disappointing it's this like woman. you can't you can't live a siloed life for only what happens to you like the only things you're concerned with are what directly affects you I guess like you can but like like, is she a sociopath? Maybe. Maybe that's how you get to be a billionaire. Oh, boy. So, I don't know. We'll I see. Don't know, but Drake and Kylie. I, I don't want Travis and Kylie back together. No, I want... I don't want her with Drake either. He's a groomer. He, he is a groomer. I agree. I don't like... I, I. It's weird. I don't have, like, a real major problem with Drake, but I'm just like, <sighs> haven't we been doing this for a while? <laughs> like, I don't know. It's just a celebrity that I'm like, okay next move it along um so also, this i feel like it would the rule half your age plus seven kylie does not make the cut oh you're right because let, let's see half your age is 33 <laughs> what is wait this is i haven't heard this this so, is like the so, cutoff for you so if it, so drake is 33 so you say half your age okay. plus seven is 23 and a half years old as hell and she does not hit the cutoff so that's she's not even 23 no oh she's my 22 god. oh my god that's the rule half your age plus seven and that's i feel like really great it's gracious <laughs> it's so gracious so that means like, like a 37 year old oh that means i could date a 60 year old <laughs> I could. I could, and I guess I could should. Being the key. I'd, be, I'd have so many questions. Every time that I start thinking that I might get back out there and d- get back out there as if I were ever running game, uh, <laughs> that I might, like, baby, get out of the app. We're going to try to date or I don't know, leave the house. Uh, I'm like, <laughs> should I be open to 50 year olds? And I'm like, of course you should. Why not? Of course. I mean, I don't want to be, but of course I need to be. But maybe they're great. Yeah, who knows? Those old people could be great. There's a guy in my yoga class who looks like um like a kind of man I've only ever seen in commercials <laughs> who's like an older guy and has like all white hair but has like a crazy like a young man body like it's a guy i swear to god it's like the men you see in commercials in like lexus ads you know that you're like who is who is this kind of man matthew mcconaughey yes but like like full white hair and like chiselly face but then and crazy body but it is like 50 and i'm like what's happening what's happening i told you my celebrity crushes though right no like ray romano and bill <laughs> pullman <laughs> what's his other one bill pullman I lo- bill pullman <laughs> i get behind you know what? ray romano i can get behind i love ray romano and bill <laughs> pullman look go watch parenthood the series <laughs> love ray romano and go watch the center season one you might like bill pullman you know the thing is both of them they grew a beard and i was like oh i like you know i was gonna say i think that they're both great cases for yeah like they in like the um they they the beard that's yeah. it i lost my train of thought the, the, the beard the beard, the beard? Yep. and the beard <laughs> and the beard um okay so this is kind of a two for story so in kim 
Kim came out with a line of perfume. Oh yeah, I've been seeing these with her sisters, Courtney and Chloe. Mariah had a very funny review. Mariah's review. (laughs) I was laughing. My was so funny. She like (laughs) does a like spray test, (laughs) tries them out, and she's like, "Well, the Kim one's like fine. The Courtney one's like all right. The Chloe one needs to be needs to be banned in America." (laughs) She said she's gonna dedicate the rest of her life. (laughs) dedicate the rest of her life to ensuring that it never is sprayed again she plays it so deadpan oh, she's Mariah a treasure it's so funny i was at a bonfire uh um for her sister's wife this weekend oh, so fun. i saw them and she was just truly on one and she made me <laughs> laugh so hard she kept calling everyone satan and the devil and she just made me laugh she is truly so funny. Like uh, the way she writes is we're talking about Mariah Smith. Um, guys, check out her Patreon. Patreon. Keep up with the continuity errors. Um, she's so funny. She so just funny. She, and she is ruthless. I love it. She's it's deeply gifted. We're very lucky to know her at all. <laughs> but God, her review killed me. So they came out with those. And it's so funny in the ads how much she's ripping off elizabeth taylor's Mm -hmm. white diamonds (laughs) like it's just so on the nose it's crazy it's crazy yeah because she's just counting on the fact that her fan base is like too young to know it's like bitch we we fucking remember white diamonds we remember white diamonds we remember elizabeth taylor rolling around in her wheelchair selling (laughs) perfume (laughs) please mumbling into like a the gauziest camera in human history look i we don't cover old old hollywood i wish gossip but you must remember this does if you ever listen to like season one i believe but I will never forget after Elizabeth Taylor died, Debbie Reynolds was on Good Morning America. So if you don't know this story, um, Debbie Reynolds, uh, she was married to what Fisher? What was Eddie Fisher? Eddie Fisher. This was like the this was considered my mom told me she's like back in the day when it was she was like, this was the Brad Angelina Jennifer Aniston of the time. Like there was no bigger scandal. So uh, Debbie Reynolds is married to Eddie Fisher. They have a child, Carrie Fisher. Maybe you've heard of her. And a little boy. And a little boy. No one cares about it. He's not famous. I don't know his name. Um, So they were married and Eddie Fisher leaves Debbie Reynolds, who is like America's sweetheart. Blonde. For Elizabeth Taylor, the most beautiful woman in the world with the violet eyes. Every man in the world wants her. She's like, after Marilyn Monroe was gone, it was like, she's number one. Queen. So Elizabeth Taylor dies. (laughs) And Debbie Reynolds is on Good Morning America. Or maybe the Today Show. And she is, after Elizabeth Taylor died, she bought her entire collection of clothing that was like at an auction. What? And she was selling the pieces one by one at like, like you could, like she was basically on the Today Show advertising a like an estate sale she was doing herself in LA. <gasps> and she was, she said, she may have gotten my husband, but now she's dead. <laughs> she literally said, but she's dead and I'm not. And then laughed and laughed and laughed. <laughs> Oh my God, what a treasure. I was just so lucky to be watching it at that moment. Uh, It was the funniest thing I've ever seen. Her cackling about Elizabeth Taylor being dead and (laughs) and I'm selling her clothing. 50 years later. Yes. She never let it go. God, I Um, respect it. I respect respect a grudge. (laughs) So anyway, they got these nasty perfumes. They all took pictures together. It's very nice of Kim to, especially considering this week's episode, to give her sister Courtney something to do an income yeah (laughs) here stand next to me I'll give you millions of dollars it's very smart because there is this limited cachet of the three the three sisters yeah it's for a limited time only um so also in some of the advertisements people are saying Kim is wearing her ring that was stolen in the Paris robbery I noticed it and I was like but then I I was like well I guess it's a replica it could be a replica but also they did catch the robbers I know I mean and she has said that she like doesn't you know she doesn't really wear jewelry anymore and she doesn't like post anything about it so to me it would check out that she excuse me got it back 
but just like never posted about it because it's like duh don't announce you have it or again. it's a replica yeah and she just like recreated it exactly in its costume yeah we'll never know we'll never of know. course we'll know she'll tell it's us a four million dollar diamond this will be an episode of we will see it, will. it of course it um will. the other big kim news this week is that she was able to help um rodney reed get a stay of execution this huge story and then she he was supposed if you're listening to this wednesday he was supposed to be executed today wednesday Wednesday. and she was able to help get along with others and her team of lawyers it picked up a lot of steam a lot of celebrities chimed in became a big social media thing but kim was tweeting right at the governor yeah and so she was able to get 120 days of a stay of execution. So because new, so I familiarize myself with this case, but it has, it is a little complicated. So in 1996, Reed was 30 years old and he is accused of the rape, the abduction, rape and murder of a 19 year old. So he would have been a good amount older. He would not have hit my rule. He, <laughs> he didn't, it didn't work. He wasn't. He was too old for this moment. So, um, so this one, um, her name is Stacy Stites in Bastrop, Texas. I could be saying Bastrop wrong, but he, um, this one was abducted, raped, and murdered at the age of nineteen years old, and uh, Reed was convicted of the crime. So he was also like, they found his DNA on her. Yeah. But they also found other DNA, and that's what that's why we're able. That's why the stay of execution, because after the conviction, new evidence became available yeah. later. Um, especially one of the big. So he was also suspected of six other rapes, which makes it look very bad. Right. However, uh, Stacy Stites was living with her fiance Jimmy Fennell, and he was a p- local police officer. He says that she was murdered by this man. What? Okay. But a other like um prison informant has said because oh a prison informant because oh Jimmy Fennell himself was also later convicted of rape. Oh, okay. Um okay. so he's in prison for rape and he tells his cellmate that he murdered his fiance because she was an inward lover mm. and she was having an affair with a black man. Rodney Reed, which is what Rodney Reed said that, that they, she, were they were in a relationship. And so not only was there this prison informant, but there's also um, another person. Let's see if I can find this. Um, uh, a police identified some other police said that oh, I can't find it now, but there was another police officer who, who also like came forward and said that, um, that maybe this police officer had something to do with his okay. wife's or his fiance's. So that's where we're at. We don't really know much other than like, it seems as if like, boy, what a complicated case. All white jury. All white jury. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's ob- And so it obviously had a lot of, um, a lot of holes, a lot of flaws and Kim got it across. Like, I mean, I guess I don't know enough the details to know everybody, but yeah, got it across the finish line. She did an interview with the today show talking about like what it was like to be in the room. Um, when they announced it like with him and just like, Oh my God, it's just incredible. Yeah. I'm looking at, so, Oh, uh, so sorry. The other witness is uh, another sheriff's deputy. And he says that during the funeral, he said that Stites got what she deserved. Damn. So that makes him look extra guilty. Yeah. That's for the fiance. Okay. Um, and apparently a lot of the witnesses have since recount, recounted. No. Canted. Recanted their testimony. What? So, I mean, she's doing the work. Also, did you see her um, interview? The outfit she was wearing in her Yeah, interview? the big suit. I feel like she's making a real statement there by wearing this like truly oversized. It's like, look at me trying to fill out the clothes of a real lawyer. My dad's old suit. That's what it looks like. It looks like a little girl like dressing up like her dad. I know. I was like, this is a really interesting look. This like it emphasizes how like little she is. But yes. then it's also powerful looking. Um, and it's like her it, when she does a very like desexualized look too. 
Uh, it's fascinating. Yeah, she it looks re- like it looks like in at the end of um, Big, you know. <laughs> yes, but I do think she's like I'm growing into a lawyer, guys. <laughs> also, apparently, some of the other lawyers who have like looked at her practice bar exams, they're like, if we hadn't seen her take the test ourselves, we would think she cheated because of how well she's doing. Okay, okay, okay. I okay. see you, Kimmy. <laughs> I like, see you, Kimmy. And here's your twenty dollars. <laughs> I'm happy for her. She's good. She's doing a lot of shit. Um, The last little bit of news is Caitlyn. Oh, no, we have more stuff. Sorry. But can I talk about Caitlyn Jenner on uh, I'm a Celebrity? Get me out of here. Is is there news? Well, she's we reported that she was joining. So there's been like an episode air. Oh, I didn't know. And we have an email from uh, from someone on the other side of the pond. Oh, Can I read that please. real quick? Okay. Hi, Marcy and Jess. Big fan from Belfast, Northern Ireland here. Just thought I'd send some details about Caitlin in the jungle so far, if you're interested. And I kind of am. Um, of she course. had a ropey first night. Ropey. A few tears just questioning whether a 70-year-old should be spending her time there. She had to spend the first night sleeping on the ground after a skydive. <laughs> sentence i saw this clip uh this is marcy speaking not not the email i saw the clip the woman that she skydives with is like sobbing is so upset that she has to skydive and caitlin is so calm and soothing to her they're like holding hands and she's like you're gonna be okay caitlin goes first to like show and of course caitlin's like it it does not bat an eye because i'm probably sure that she has sky yeah she's sky like I, I came out in the them she's like this is nothing this is so and then she's so she's doing a good job taking care of the other girl and then i see another clip where they're like in a a jeep with a bunch of other contestants and there's a giant spider and everyone's just like ah! they all scream and run away and caitlin's just sitting in the back like waiting oh my like God. she's just cool calm um so her. she is voted by the uk public for the first trial uh i don't know what that means she is currently a perspex box i don't know what that is so, oh she's in a perspex box i don't know what that is a sus- sounds like a clear box suspended in the air above a swamp <laughs> with 20 rats and two 20 20 rats and twenty thousand crickets so far when asked why she thinks she's been voted in she said the uk needed an american to save the day uh, not sure how the public will perceive this as this is just two episodes in and she has mentioned the United States always helping the UK, but we shall find out tomorrow on the Daily Mail, I'm sure. Aside from this, I think she's being perceived quite well. The only thing Kardashian related she has said is that she was going through was the, quote, dirty little secret in the family and that she always wanted to transition before 40 because she didn't want to be an old woman. Oh. Um, that's all I have for now. Over and out. Love you both. <laughs> Louise. Louise, you got to keep us posted. You're, this is your new job. It's week it, to week. We need this. So interesting. Because we can't watch it. Caitlin, like the clips I saw, she is looking like she is the number one. Oh like God, She's she? so much older than everyone else <laughs> and she's just like, what? I don't care. <laughs> what if this is her calling? I mean, of course it is she's a tough old broad <laughs> i cannot express louise this email made my day and louise the visuals are on point you've outdone yourself this is so fun to me i can't I'm trying believe- to find a picture she's of her in this box on in a in a clear box with i just 20, googled caitlin jenner box swamp <laughs> 20 rats and two, twenty thousand crickets are they in the box with her i cannot imagine how it's worth Jess. Oh my god. But let me tell you, this might be the most I've ever liked Caitlin. I know. I'm so interested. Louise, thank you so much for emailing because I had been thinking about it today already, and then I saw this email and I was like, this is perfect. (sighs) All right. Our last bit of news before we get to our episode. We had a lot to catch up on. Wow. This is big. This is a big moment. We should give this a moment. Um, a moment of silence. A moment of silence. Courtney Kardashian confirms that she's taking a step back from keeping up with the Kardashians. Oh my god. There we said it. We've seen it coming. It's been the breadcrumbs have been vi- visible for at least two seasons. You know, 
She just wants to focus on being a mom. You know, uh, you may be pointing out, you may think to yourself, that's weird of, let's see, wait, five sisters, four are, no, six sisters, sorry. Mm -hmm. Six sisters. No, wait, what am I counting wrong? I don't know what you're doing. I'm counting. There's five sisters. Five sisters. (laughs) Of four. five sisters, four are moms. Yes. Yes. That's what I was trying to say. I just wasn't sure. I was like, I don't know what she's trying to I say. I was forget. I like truly blanked and thought I there thought was another sister. I thought you were doing sister. something like clever and I was like, I'm oh, waiting. Oh God. I'm waiting. Give it to me. No. Um, Couldn't remember the Kardashian sisters. So the of, only thing I should do. Of five sisters, four are mothers. Um, who all have businesses they run. Honestly, more businesses than she has. She needs to take a step back. Yeah. She says, I just decided to spend more time as a mom and put my energy there. But I'm not saying goodbye, but I think you'll see more of it in the new season. Season 18 that isn't airing yet, but it's being filmed currently in this room. I think that they're probably ecstatic. I think I watched that clip and it feels literally like Kim and Chloe are like, yeah, bye, bitch. <laughs> Especially it's, after this episode. It's like, oh, my God, what an so insufferable bitch. funny how it's worded because... Chloe's like, well, she says, well, def- we definitely love Courtney and we will miss Courtney yes. and whatever she decides to do. But people come and people go all That's the time in this mean. family. <laughs> she goes, she'll be back. She goes, like, we feel like a revolving door. So Courtney might leave this week. She'll be back. The- they all come back. They all come but back. But what a funny thing to be like, we'll miss her. Goodbye. Like, I mean, we love still- her. She was sitting next. Oh, that quote comes <laughs> as she's sitting one one down from her. Kim didn't say much. And Kim is like, get Kim's the fuck like, out get of here. Kim's like, get the fuck out I of here. I need you and I will break you. <laughs> you know what happened to Larsa? The same can happen to you. <laughs> also, Courtney has been Instagramming with Larsa. Oh, really? Larsa's been over it. to Courtney's house. Okay. Because you know what? They're not fired. They're both on the outs. That's true. She has to be, she has to build her alliances. She needs to have Steph Shep and Larsa and all the other people that Kim has burned. What if we see um, who's that? Who's that crazy makeup artist who they, they oh, got rid of? Joyce. Joyce. What if Joyce pops up? My God, is her name Joyce Benelli? Bacelli? Bacelli? Andrea Bacelli? Benelli. Benelli. Oh boy, Joyce. don't God. don't tell us. She was an old player, so I don't. That's feel the bad one that they it. called her Evelyn when yes. they talked about her masturbating on a girls' trip. A story I feel will always feel uncomfortable about. Um, so that's it. Um, that's the news. That was a lot. It is nice to know they're currently filming season eighteen. Yes. So I think we're going to get a lot of the questions that we have right now. We're asking every day on this podcast. We will find out. We shall Soon find out. out. But in the meantime. Shall we get to this episode? God, I feel like I just talked so fast that I'm, <laughs> I'm choking. Take a minute. Take a minute. I'm just choking. Take a sip. I was telling you, I went to a bonfire and had an asthma attack on Sunday. Can't be at bonfires in this fire heat. I don't know what I'm thinking. I'm That's the worst possible I'm air. I'm a goof. Don't um, be bonfires. All right, let's get to this episode. Okay. So, we have a few things going. This is from the cliffhanger last week of Kimono. What episode is this? I don't oh, even know. I don't know. My computer died. <laughs> yeah. I'm uh, no help. Um, I could look it up, but we'll just we'll get into it. Um, My gut so, wants to say six. <laughs> season 17. Um, episode... Is it episode nine? Yes, it's episode nine. Oh, wow. I'm really Hard off. candy. So there, we're starting with our kimono. Um, we're still we're at Scott's house. Kim is playing dumb, very dumb. <sighs> Should we start with the kimono first? Because it's kind of like yeah. the smallest thing. Yeah, yeah, it's easy. It re- resolves. We all know. <laughs> <sighs> Kim, being like, who would ever think I was trying to culturally appropriate? Like I can't. I just don't know I how can't. she can. Who would ever think it? Kim, there's an article written about it twice a month. You are if truly the definition of it. You are the the celebrity. I would argue single the single most constantly referenced. Yes, uh, for cultural appropriation. She has had to answer and has released statements before about halloween costumes and about the, cornrows how she wasn't doing it of course like i don't know who i can't i think sh- there are there must be a certain segment of the keeping up with the kardashians audience that doesn't follow the news yeah that just watches the show and takes it as bible bible um, because like no no one's believing you that's no and it's also just played really poorly and like 
Uh, this storyline was, yeah, it was just very like, uh, it was very labored. Yeah. <laughs> so we have Kim on set. She's got a letter from the mayor of Kyoto. Um, she, I love that she literally read the letter because, you know, she didn't for one moment internalize the message of it. No. no! The whole point of this was to be like, she wasn't sure if it was real noise or just a few haters. What if it's just three people? And it's like, mm, No. And then, and then this like letter is what really did it. Also, she totally just blames her entire team for this. She's like, I yeah. didn't think of it. No one else did either. Why didn't they think of it? Why didn't they think of it? It's like uh, the whole thing. <sighs> and yeah, it's like, it's that thing where it's like, she does the right thing. They solve it. They want it's. It's just very performative. Like we're watching them like come up with the the solutions and how they're going to save the tags. And it's like, okay, you also, shouldn't have done it. You're that's. It was really dumb. It was like colossally stupid. Also, I had an idea for how to save the tags because they made one million garments with the old labels. Stupid. Why did if it's made with like um that like painted on whatever like the lettering and they just paint over it with a darker color i don't i honestly was like i do not understand enough about the manufacturing of this <laughs> like i just like look as an apology as like a listening to her fans as an acknowledgement i give her the credit whatever like, fine Good. yeah but yawn she's like who thinks i should name it kkw where and like the w's capital and like the e-a-r no one okay who thinks i should call it <laughs> and like her little like minions be like yes ma'am oh my god i was like what a weird life these people all have it's so funny because in this episode i am so like in the, for this storyline i'm like boo and then for the next one i'm like yeah <laughs> like <laughs> truly like really flip flop on her <laughs> Boo. I know. Um, but yeah, it's she's just so easy to be like, I fucked up. I just wish it it's it's not her forte. No. I, and I wish she was able to give those moments and those conversations like it just doesn't ring very true to me. Yeah. And like I and part of it is just because they're making it up after the fact and building a storyline out of yeah. it. And that's like, you know, it's meant to tell the story how they wanted it to be. But it's just like why don't you really tell us how that name got across the finish line? Because it's insane. Yeah. That uh, a woman who has no connection to that culture, like that is an insane move for a woman of her fame and reach and like surrounded by as many people. Anyways, we've already talked shit about it enough. Uh, Whatever. Welcome, Skims. Do we want to go to Chloe Cleans too much or the birthdays? <laughs> Let's do Chloe Cleans too much because I want to <laughs> save birthday for last. Okay, because there is a little fun thing that happens. We are in Chloe's house. There's a business meeting. It's Chris, Chloe, and then a bunch of television. Exec, Hollywood producers. Hollywood producers. And there's just like this little mark on the wall. And it's just really driving Chloe crazy. Um, so she's talking about in this episode the possibility of a a show, show? called Chloe and True Take the World. I was like, what? This is the bombshell of this episode. When we see that deck that they put together of the show, and the, I was like, what? What is this? Is this possibly real? This You're is gonna make a show wait, with your baby? This is Quibi. What do you mean? It's a five to seven minute episode. They're going to be filming it in her house. She's doing a show with Quibi. Oh, Quibi's doing shows with everybody. And she's doing, they're doing, they, they're doing that show and they're just going to film it in the house. They're going to be like, oh, true. Let's go to, uh, what's, what's the world piece of it then? Then maybe they'll go on a trip together. It's just what she's done is she's like, Courtney goes on a lot of trips with her kids. Maybe I'll go on a trip with Drew and then we'll just uh, film it, make some money off of it. Uh, I can't. That's what it seems like it's going to be. I wouldn't be surprised. But and for people outside of Hollywood, Quibi is about to be the most annoying thing you've ever heard of. It their, their platform is basically they want quick bites, hence the Quibi. Everyone in Hollywood has had a meeting with them. Everyone has sold a show with them. They have like truly like they just they just have so much money because it's like they have all these financial backers and they're just throwing money at celebrities to make these little short um pieces of content that are gonna be that you're like I think she said it's like in between like a YouTube and an e show. Oh, okay. Yeah. So that's essentially what it's going to be. So at least that was interesting. Yeah. Everything else is just like she cleans. 
<laughs> and look, I honestly have a really big problem with her. Like for having those like high shine floors, like what if you, what you have thinking? such a problem with scuffs and marks, don't get those high gloss show like floors. Those what are you thinking? I this is what this is when you are just too rich. Yeah. Cause, cause guess what? She doesn't normally ever clean it. You know, no. it's like some poor assistant's job to like panic. Yes. To see one and be like, oh no, she's coming. Oh no, she's coming. Also, I kind of felt annoyed that they called cognitive behavioral therapy exposure therapy. Cause oh, it's I didn't like, know that. It's, it's, I mean, that's what exposure therapy is. It's CBT. Okay. It's, it's like, but they were like, her mom's like, it's, um, you know, like an exposure there. It's like, just say it's a therapist who deals. And then the therapist comes, this woman, Shiva, and she's like, I'm an OCD specialist. And it's like, <laughs> yeah, this is cognitive behavioral therapy. <laughs> it was, it's also so funny to play therapy for laughs, like a, like a hijinksy kind of thing. Like there were, I mean, it was interesting, like as yeah. someone whose brain works the inverse and I'm the like not organized, not a, clean, a super clean person by any <laughs> means. And I'm like, well, it, I was like, this is crazy. Like her just watching her because I did she, believe how uncomfortable it made her. She's like, I'm going to move a grapefruit to the artichoke pile and I'm going to move an, an artichoke. I was like, what are we doing? I was like, also, what is she making with all those artichokes and grapefruit? I was like, this is truly like a snapshot of like what you imagine the wealthy would spend their time doing. Like a woman (laughs) is in her home coaching her to move an artichoke into a pile of grapefruits and a grapefruit into like as like healing. And that it's like uh, that is like if you closed your eyes, anyone at any part of the world and you were like, what is like a very rich woman doing right now in Calabasas? That's what's happening i do buy a certain aspect of this that maybe it's worse now because she's going through a highly stressful time of course because of tristan but they should have connected it to that like then treat it like real like a gibbet gravitas like if you're having extra anxiety and it's manifesting itself and you being overly like uh anal about your house then like just say what it's about it's about yeah. tristan that you feel a lack of control in your life and this is the one thing you can control is where your asparagus or your artichokes go <sighs> i just don't know why she had so many artichokes i can't imagine it's in a design choice aesthetic it's aesthetic. an aesthetic so um and it culminates in a very normal way an outdoor dinner with the whole family and a food fight just wasting bowls of delicious delicious food that the camera crew could have taken home i would have eaten it i was hungry as hell watching this episode and i was like oh the pasta oh no oh, the rigatoni oh, the rigato- oh that salad all chopped up you know what it reminded me of have you ever heard stories about how like models would like ruin their food no so they wouldn't eat it like they'd cover it with like too much salt and be like it doesn't taste good now i don't want it <laughs> like that was like a a, a thing that like yeah. you would hear like models in the 80s doing to like yeah um it was like that it was like oh no we're food fight we can't eat this we can't eat all the because it was like bowls of pasta and yes. it was like yeah right you guys eat so many carbs i'm so sure <laughs> also there was something so funny in this scene where Corey is really trying to get on chloe's good side yes. he's like I, mean, I can't she's the most balanced one i know and it's like Corey. Corey we see you she still doesn't like no, you she hates his ass <laughs> also when she was talking to that woman shiva it was so hard for her to even feign interest i was like yikes her face her like performative listening face i was like oh she, my god i daggers. would fucking hate to be on the receipt that poor woman i mean it's a good ad for her so she gets out you know a winner no matter what but it's like jesus fucking christ that one that was like she literally scary. said i can't wait for you to leave my home and she was like you're not the first person to tell she me that. really well yeah, i thought yeah. um yeah they have this food fight and yeah like you said they don't clean up their messes no nobody does this idea of like oh it's chloe and she's doing it it's like no she tells someone else to do yeah, it she's not cleaning up the pasta from the outdoor <laughs> white who's ta- gonna clean this up wait who's, they all kept yelling it who's gonna clean this up everyone that's off camera <laughs> their outdoor family meal is like fancier than any restaurant i've been that to. would be like With a wedding tablecloth <laughs> it's like Those a wedding cheers I was like, they're too rich. The moment where Chris is like, look, Chloe, we're a little bit of jokesters. <laughs> and then Kim got her twice. Good. And I 
said, ew, because I laughed out loud. <laughs> I got to tell you, I was laughing my ass off in this scene because Kim <laughs> was so proud of herself. Kim was thrilled in a way I've like never seen. Like she was truly flying high. She dumped iced tea on her mom and then <laughs> smashed a cupcake, a cupcake in her face. And I LOL. It was very funny. I'm ashamed. Because it was the first one was just a good from behind surprise, but the second was a really creative fake out where she was coming over with the towels to help from the tea spill <laughs> and then had hidden the cupcake in the towels. And I thought that was very deserving. Sometimes they can praise. act. They, Sometimes. It was a beautiful performance. Uh, good job, Kimmy. All right. Now the actually interesting part of this episode. Oh, my God. This one was wait. I was I was waiting for this storyline because it was I, a legitimate fight. It was incredible. I have to pull my notes up. Oh, my God. I lost it. Um, so we have Kim and Courtney and Penelope are having a, f- a, f- a business meeting phone call. Yes, of with course. The party planner, with the party planner. Sharon Sachs. Not Mindy Weiss. Um, different, I, different kinds of parties. I guess they're different. Yeah. Um, so Courtney, so the lady's like, what kind of food do you want? Courtney's like, I want a salad. <laughs> it's just like Kim doesn't say it till way later. Later. And I didn't really even put it together. It's like, uh, Courtney wants healthy snacks at this Candyland party. And later, Kim says, why the fuck are we doing a Candyland party? It was the heart of the whole argument. Nobody's saying that you can't have a healthy kids party. But why did you Why choose? did you agree to have a party based around the very thing you're not allowing? It was... It, look... No one's going to argue that candy is good for kids, but it is an insane move like to invite children to a Candyland theme party and not have candy. Yes. So it but it's great because it it felt very real as (laughs) it heightened. Like in the car, I thought that was like a really good fight. At first, I was like, I don't think Kim is handling this appropriately. And I think what she should have just said to Courtney is like, absolutely. Just give her a list of the candies you want. Yeah. And then Courtney wouldn't have been able to find them. And then she just would have been disappointed on the day. But she's like, can't we get like organic cotton candy? It's like, you bitch, cotton candy is only sugar. Sugar. It's sugar heated up at a really high temperature and they add food coloring to it. And then it's spun. All it is. There's nothing you can do. I mean, I guess you can get organic sugar. What the fuck is that though? Like cane sugar? Who cares? It's it's not what's happening. But I, there's a lot of great, Courtney moments when she's like it's my brand and then yes. Kim fucking jumps all over I that loved it. she's like kid. your fucking brand this is a kids party it's not about your brand and she's like why does your car have leather seats why do you have plastic glasses on like j- pointing out what is like the great hypocrisy of someone like Courtney also yeah. I lost it I was like if she says I'm gonna do it in her voice This, these two words were the key two words for her disgusting chemicals (laughs) there's better solutions to things instead of your dated candy that gives people diseases her calling it dated is such like a (laughs) stupid she like thinks she can manipulate kim with the word like this is like like it's passe yeah like it's like no it's literally a throwback to an old board game yeah anyways it's great because what that day leads us to, though, is a pretty great, I thought potentially real scene where they're going to decades, a very good, cute uh, vintage store at Melrose, and it's really small. It's a small store. I have been in there, not to brag. And um, they, <laughs> Cooper, they've just gotten in a fight in the car. Kim calls Chloe to talk shit, to be like, she won't let there be candy. As they're like looking at racks, and then literally, they're then like one minute later, Courtney calls Chloe, and they're both calling her. And I was like, This is good. It was so funny because Chloe immediately throws Courtney under the bus, and she's like, She told me that I'm a meddler, and now here she is, put me right in the middle of it's it. Great. It's so I was great. like, Chloe knows where her bread is buttered, and it's by Kim K. Yes, stick with Kim. And then, oh, Chloe was the one who was like, Don't have a Candyland party if you want to fucking sugar-free party. <laughs> 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 
Um, so then the next scene, we have Sharon Sachs on the phone with Courtney, and she's just like, I mean, Courtney, I gotta know. Um, are we having candy or are we not having candy? How do I make, how do I work in this storyline? <laughs> just tell me, is it candy or no candy, Courtney? Courtney, is it candy or no candy, Courtney? And poor, Courtney. poor Sharon Sachs. <laughs> and Courtney's like, do what I say. <laughs> also, Courtney was like, look, I'm having to plan this party all by myself. It's like, you're literally talking to a party planner. I know. Trisha and I were texting about it earlier because I knew you hadn't watched I didn't it like, yet. I didn't look at it because I saw it was leaning into but spoilers. So I, I haven't was, even looked. Yeah, I was like, Trish. It would be like if I had a maid at my house and I was like, you guys don't understand how much I slave cooking and cleaning. And like, like, it was just crazy of her to be like, I'm planning this party. Sharon, hold, please. Like, you're talking to a party planner. You are you're making not, it very hard on. You are not planning the party. No, you're just saying ideas. <laughs> You're brainstorming while someone plans a party. You don't have to buy one fucking cup. No. You're not cleaning any aspect of your house. Like, you're crazy. No. It made me really furious. It's it's enraging. It's an enraging uh, storyline, even though it's, like, deeply riveting. Yes. Oh, my. Oh, yeah. I loved watching it. It was so good. So, Chloe and Kim are over at Courtney's house, and they're like, aha, you have candy in your screening room. And then, then Corny is so annoying because she's like, I mean, I, I have it, but we never eat it and you'll get tumors and you're going to get aging. And can you feel yourself aging while you eat it? It's, she's just so bad at manipulation. She's really bad at manipulation. She's really bad. She's the kind of person who makes you want to do the opposite. Yes. She's like that vegan that just like literally makes you want to go eat a steak because you're like truly fuck off in the way that you are approaching this topic with me. And telling me like, you can't just be like, I'd prefer if my kids ate healthy things. So here's a list of candies that i'd like them to have yeah that like that way we can have like here's some gluten-free stuff too there's always a, there was always a compromised version instead of being like you're gonna kill your kids with giving them tumor candy it's like well, she's just such a mom shamer yeah she is just pure and simple a mom shamer and then what she does is she tells kim you're making me feel shamed yeah and it's like you are insane you gotta go watch the tapes back no she's she's a monster in this whole storyline and it's also like i think that they made a good point too which is it's also about the girls themselves and the theme that they asked for. So it's like, this would be one thing if it was like some theme that like uh, Kim and Courtney had cooked up for them. Penelope had a fucking dream that her name was spelled in candy. Courtney, (laughs) Kim's just making that happen. She's just giving your kid what she wants. Also, what a crazy dream Penelope had. I know. My name was spelled out in candy. Are are you, Courtney, are you listening to me? (laughs) Mason, leave the room. Courtney. Anyway, as I was saying, (laughs) I see my vision. (laughs) Get Sharon Sachs on the phone, would you please? Now. Be a doll. (laughs) Now. Now. So, yeah, I just got so mad because she's like, you're being judgmental to no, you're literally telling them they're bad mothers. Which I think, like, we ha- probably have no idea how much that is, like, the nonstop case. You know, like, I feel it, like, the simmering heart of the relationship between the sisters. Yeah. Like, that, I don't think, like, she understands how, and I'm sure as they, like, have all become moms now, I bet you it's literally, like, whoever the first mom, uh, next mom was of the sisters, like, they all have a moment of with her of being, like, Oh, you're the worst. Yes. You make me feel like absolute shit. Absolutely. Well, guess what? Kim got what she wanted. There wasn't one single healthy thing at the party. Are we surprised? But then I laughed so hard as Kim was like to every parent. I'm so sorry. (laughs) I'm so sorry. Because let me tell you, candy for children (sighs) is really like, it's not just like, oh, it's not good for them. 
I had brunch with a friend and their two-year-old daughter and the daughter wanted juice. She wanted apple juice, but we were like at like a little like yeah. um, east side like bar place that's our food. And so they went to the bar and got pineapple juice, which is a lot more sugar. Okay. She took two sips and then went. <gasps> <laughs> she literally screamed like she balled up her fist. Like She went from like perfectly calm and normal to balling up her fist and literally screaming into the air. It's it hit it her that fast. And I was like, oh, shit. Sugar is no joke for kids. It's an insane drug. And like, it's, it's, that's the thing is it's like no one's making the argument like no Courtney (laughs) kids should have as much sugar as they want it's like obviously we know you're right but also like this is not where you're this is not the place to make the point also Saint going crazy she's like this is a bad idea Saint's already got a real problem with candy (laughs) like Kim won the day but she lost because she's like oh fuck what (laughs) have I done he was like I'm the candy cane I'll be the candy cane Saint was going insane he was just with his beautiful curls like oh. just had like his hands clutching so many pieces of candy <laughs> she's trying to rip it from his little palms it made me laugh so much because she like did get what she wanted but like, it was like she realized it was just a big mistake it was a mistake it sounded oh, insane i bet you that was an insane day for every parent that attended that party like and they're like, nightmare. thank you. Yeah. Good events and thanks. Thank yeah. you. Thank you for this. Thank you. Uh, I feel poor. I'm going to now we're the poor uh, friends taking our kids home <laughs> wired. You know what? The equivalent <laughs> of this when I was growing up, one of my friends uh, had a petting zoo at her what? birthday party. Uh, but it, the petting zoo was like baby chicks, baby ducks and baby bunnies. Okay. Uh, oh, and baby raccoons for some reason because I think they found a litter of raccoon babies and they oh. didn't know what to but they gave them away they told the kids if you want them you could have them so parents <gasps> no, were no, like no. parents like oh I can't have this baby duck thank oh. you oh yeah I can oh I can bring home a baby duck if I want <laughs> oh thank you oh yeah 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 of course I'll let my kid have a baby duck oh my god it's like what do you do with the duck <laughs> oh my god what an insane thing it was to so do. funny oh, I wanted I was like that's crazy um yeah so this ends with Courtney saying that her kids did not even have any candy on the day she's like I don't even think my kids ate any of the candy because they're not addicted Oh, what like, a perfect last a jab. Fucking bitch. What She's a perfect. such a bitch. I loved it. I was like, this bitch won't quit. She's such a bitch. Well, we're going to miss her ass. You know it. God, yeah. Hopefully they'll just talk shit about her behind her back. I I hope she just cameos, but I can't wait. Cameos? Like the app? Yeah, it does cameo. So, <laughs> She's like, hi, I, guys. This is Courtney. Oh, my God. I would die to get a cameo from her. I just wanted to tell you that you're going to make a great grade on your test today. <laughs> Marcina, it's your first day back at work. <laughs> I just want you to prioritize your life. <laughs> I can do this until I'm dead. Okay, that's it. We did it. Oh, God. Uh, guys, uh, if you haven't figured it out by now, we're continuing to cover Keeping Up with the Kardashians season 17. We release new episodes every Wednesday. Check out our website, uh, com. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts and please rate and review. Check out our Twitter and Instagram and like our Facebook page. Email us corrections, comments, and Kardashian run-ins at Kardashianit at gmail.com. Thanks so much for listening to Kardashianit. Bye. Bye.